live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Wild Wisdom. So glad to be back with you all this week. We are your hosts. I am Amy Gernot and Dr. Deb Bielak. And we have a good show for you today. We are going to dive into exercise. Ooh. I know. I know y'all are so <clears> like, <throat> oh, yes, that's yes. us. That's us. Such a thrilling topic, mm. exercise. Let me just ooh, exercise, let, exercise the demon. Exercise the demon. <laughs> Sometimes it kind of feels that way. It does. Yes. yes. So it's a great time to have this conversation because, mm-hmm. as we were discussing on our show last week about resolutions and mm-hmm. where you're at with them, and if you missed that show, definitely go back and listen to it because I think it will help you with even with this show. Right. We're be Absolutely. Talking about. So go back and listen to last week's show. But we want to talk about exercise. Um, healthy ways of looking at exercise Mm. and approaching it Mm -hmm. and movement and all of that good stuff because there's a lot of expectation around movement. There's a lot of expectation around being at the gym um, or being a part of a studio or whatever it is. There's expectation around it. And we're always kind of constantly trying to live up to this expectation of how often am I going to the Mm -hmm. gym? How am am I doing this or that? And we get kind of lost in what we actually need. We get lost in we're doing something out of um, expectation as opposed to what we want to do and opposed to something that we really love doing mm-hmm. and brings us joy. That doesn't mean you're going to love going to it every single, you know, every time you go. Some days you're going to be like, I really don't want to go today. Right? Yes. You know, and you, it usually changes once you get there and get going. Then you're like, okay, I remember mm-hmm. why I love this. So that's going to happen too. But we want to really talk to you about how to approach exercise from a healthy mindset. Yes. As opposed to a force full mindset yes yeah <clears throat> clear my throat so on this, this is one. she's got something really important to say <laughs> well there's so much for me to there's say on this yeah. topic because um you know if anybody knows me they know I've been struggling with weight you know my like the last well a good a portion of my adult life and um you know, the American mindset is you have to work out five to six days a week. You need to burn X amount of calories. You need to, you need to, you need to, you need to. And, and I've done all of it and it doesn't budge. In fact, I gain more weight and it's, it's interesting because I, you know, I've been working with a personal trainer or I was working with a personal trainer who was wonderful. I mean, he's so knowledgeable and so great. However, my body wasn't responding well um, because it was too stressful yeah. and, you know, and I needed a break from the gym and it, itself, but then, you know, incorporating exercise back into my life, it's been how, <clears throat> excuse me, how can I be more gentle? Yeah. Like, how can I get, uh, nourishment for my body and my soul at the same time, you know? And so, you know, one of the things was like, I, I, I was a dancer when I was younger and I loved to dance. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And I've been as an adult, I'm like, and being new to Texas, I don't know of like dance studios to go to. And, you know, I'm like, I should take a dance class. I should do it. And, and I just haven't done it. Mm -hmm. You know, I just never resonated with any place or whatever it was. And then, um, bar ballet or body bar, like, bar ballet class, whatever it is. Um, you know, it was, I was reminded about it and I had a little coupon to go for a free session. And I went and I was like, Oh my God, this is what nourishes my soul. This is, it's gentle, 
but it is hard as hell. Let me just be honest, you know? And yeah, when you can't like, you know, sit up or, you know, sit down on the toilet or walk downstairs, (laughs) you know, you got your butt kicked. Walking up the stairs here, I was like, oh dear Lord, you know, but, but it's something that like to some people, they'd be like, well, you're not at the gym and oh, balls to the wall, lifting 50 pound weights when you should be lifting five pound weights, you know? And it's opposite of the American way of thinking. And so, but I've done it all. I've done all the harsh stuff. I've done CrossFit. I've done Orange Theory. I've done all of it. And it's made me gain weight because it wasn't really, I wasn't loving it. I was doing it because I had to. I was Mm -hmm. told to, this is going to help me lose weight. So now that I'm doing that, I'm actually doing the dance class or the bar class and then, um, and then in between I do swimming, which I love because the bar brings me back to the childlike, uh, part of me, you know, yeah. the, the not childish, but you know, being able to like nurture my inner child, I guess is a better yeah. way to say it. And then the swimming too, I feel like a little, little fish, you know, just swimming all over the place. I feel weightless and it's, I, it's like, I'm loving all of it. Um, I'm not loving the extra, uh, bubble wrap that is preventing me from being as flexible as I used to be, but I have to be gentle with myself. I have to appreciate it because it's protected me and gotten me here. So yeah, so that's, that's kind of my journey in regards to that. And, and I've just learned that the harsher that I am with myself, the more I'm going to gain weight, which is the opposite effect of what really needs to happen. Exactly. When you're trying to force your body to do things. And we've talked about this on this show and other shows, you know, when you're trying to force things to happen, well, just in general, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to force change, it's going to backfire. Yes. It just, I mean, that's almost like a natural law. Mm -hmm. Right. It really kind of is. If you're trying to force change, it is going to backfire. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to force your body to do something that it's not ready to do, Mm -hmm. it's not ready to release. Right. There was actually a, um, One of my online mentors, her name is Irene Lyon. She does um, work with trauma in the nervous system. Um, She was said something so cool, and I'm not going to say it exactly how she said it because I can't remember the exact words. But it was um, it was a trauma based, but it relates to this too, as far as like the weight and exercise and all those things. Is that the body releases trauma when it is ready to? Oh yeah. You cannot force the body to release those things. It's not going to do it until it's ready, until it gets into that space where it feels safe mm-hmm. and loved and nurtured. Mm-hmm. And that is when the release begins to happen. I know I'm making Deb cry. <laughs> because the body, you know, and you said it so beautifully. It's like, you know, that bubble wrap has protected you and gotten you to where you are today, which is this beautiful space of finding yeah. this joy right. and going back to dance. Right. I mean, and a lot of people have a lot of trouble with joy. Joy is a very challenging emotion for, right. let's just say, most people I know. I mean, think of all the people you know and how many of them do you feel express true joy? I mean, it's taken me years to get to the point where I feel like there's there's moments where I'm expressing true right. joy. Right. Like, I am joyful. Like, right now is, like, I know. we love yeah. doing the show so much. Absolutely. It's just very joyful to me yeah. to do it. But your body is not going to change in forcefulness, in right. hitting the gym hard every single day. It's not going to do it. And if yeah. it does 
it, it and I shouldn't say it's not going to change at all. It it will make changes, but it is from a place of forcefulness, which yeah. means you're actually creating some damage in right. the body. Yes. You're creating some damage, which is why if you shift up your exercise or you stop doing it, you may have a really big rebound back right. to where you were um, because the body wasn't ready and you forced mm-hmm. it to make that change. And that's also when you get injured, when you come up with weird injuries right. or, you know, so you may hurt knees, you may hurt backs, things mm-hmm. like that. It's not necessarily because it is sometimes because, you know, technique or a posture is incorrect, but more often than not, it's because you're forcing, right? You're trying to go up in weight. Like you said, you're trying to do 50 pound dumbbells is when you should be doing five. Right. And that's when you get hurt. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of the weight, the 50 pound to five pound. It's because you're forcing. Yes. You're trying to make something happen that the body is not ready for. Right. You know, we have this conversation well, I have this conversation in practice, but we've had this conversation too when it comes to detox. You know, everyone jumps into oh. detoxes this time of year, and a lot of times they're not nice, gentle ones. No. They're very forceful Harsh. ones. Forceful yeah. and forcing your body to detox. And then, so you can have die-off reactions. You can get really sick. Mm-hmm. And if you're already sick you're already like there's some disease some disruption in the body and you do a detox you can actually make it worse right because you're forcing your body to do something that already does naturally so you're forcing a detox instead of lovingly supporting the detoxification system right and that's what we want to do we want to lovingly support it as opposed to saying you need to detox because you know you're full of crap and you need to push it all out (laughs) we don't want you to do that you're gonna get sick so it's so it's the same thing. How can you lovingly support and nurture your body mm-hmm. to make the changes as it is ready to? Mm-hmm. Because that's when the, that's how you maintain. That's when right. you get the long term and how you stick with something long term. Right. Because you're doing it because you love yourself. You're like, I'm right. going to work out and I'm going to go to dance and I'm going to swim because it's loving to me right. and I love doing it. <clears throat> and again, like I said, there's going to be days where you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I really don't right. want to. And that's when you ask yourself the question, Am I really tired and I need to take a day off because that is a thing too? Or is it just, you know, I need to, I actually do need to go ahead and and go and see how I feel when I get there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does, it can change. It could be, you know, you've just had a long day, um, but the Mm -hmm. release, your body is like, oh, I don't want to do it. But actually, Mm -hmm. if you go and do it, you'll get a release from it and and almost a stress reduction from it. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because you, and you brought this up a little bit ago that, you know, because the muscle memory and the trauma, like when you're, if your body's not ready to let it go, it's just not going to let it go. And then there's going to be injury. So in my story in particular, um, you know, like I went to the first ballet class I did. I'm like, uh, you know, I went and did it and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm really feeling it. Like I need to be here. The second time I went and I'm going to tell you, it looked like I showered, like I was actively being showered on. It's like every part of my body was sweating my head, everything. And I cried halfway through. I mean, I, like nobody knew, mm-hmm. you know, my face turns beet red anyways. And my eyes, like it just, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I had the, you know, whatever. (laughs) Anyways, so, but it was like my, I really believe that it was releasing the childhood traumas in that session. And I was ready for it. You know, I've done all this work and it wouldn't have happened if I was doing CrossFit and like, oh, I'm going to push this out. It was like, I was loving and gentle and doing horrific bar exercises. (laughs) (laughs) That were kicking your butt. <laughs> totally kicking my butt in a loving way, though. Um, and I, it just released. Yeah. It released and released and released. And so, and it's funny because each time, like, 
it gets better. Like I, you know, but there's moments and I just like put my head down and I pretend like I'm wiping the sweat and I'm like, ah! you know, and yeah. I have to kind of like push it out. But it's, it's interesting because it's like your body, your body does want to let it go, but you have to be gentle with it. You do. You absolutely have yeah. to be gentle with it. I think yeah. that's actually the perfect way, perfect way to say it is that your body does want to release those things yeah. because it knows that's it's most loving to you for you to not keep carrying right. that, for you to not keep carrying the emotion, for you mm-hmm. not keep carrying the trauma and, and wherever it is within your body, whether it's in your big toe yeah. or whether it's in your whole body, whether it's in your yep. hair, it doesn't matter. Right. Wherever it is in your body, your body does want to release it, but it knows best because yeah. it has its own innate wisdom. It knows that your system is not at a point where it can release it in a healthy manner because it will break you down it will break you down i think about it and i wasn't ready to let certain things process because i just wasn't at the right mindset to do it and so to have it be able to be released in such a way it's it's actually pretty cool and it's like and your body because it does it wants to let it go um and it, it but it, it doesn't feel safe to let it go, exactly. I guess, for lack of a better way exactly, of saying it. I really think that's the way, that's exactly it. And so yeah. when I was doing the exercises, like my body was crying. My yeah. body was like, oh, thank, thank God. God. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, like when, you know, you see people who run a marathon, which I, that's, a, we'll add to that. Yeah. I'll add that in a <laughs> minute. Can, yeah, but, um, you know, when they're done, they just bawl their eyes out because yeah. their body's like, oh, I can't carry the load anymore. Yeah. Like, I am so thankful to be done. And it's a release, you know. Yeah. So my body released and, you know, I look like I take a shower in the middle of class. <laughs> Technically, you did. Your body did made its own shower. I was yeah. making swimming and ballet in the same one. <laughs> you brought the water I with brought you. It together. Yeah, you just brought so nice and lovely that is. <laughs> Everything comes full circle. Oh, I know. So, but yeah, so, and I will, I, I'll go into the whole like, you know, like marathons. You know, people are like, like for the, uh, going back to the last week's show, oh, I want to run a marathon this year. It's like, do you really want to do that to your body? You know? Yeah. And, and if you look at it, like I actually, I know a bunch of people that have run a full marathon and a few of those people were like, they were doing it because in their mind frame, it was like, oh, if I run, I will have a runner's body. I will be nice and thin. Yeah. And then I will be like, yeah, like I ran this marathon and I look fabulous, yeah. you know. And I will tell you, uh, these two people in particular gained a bunch of weight as they were training because their body was rebelling it, yeah. you know. And it was like, we are not meant to run 24 miles. Mm-mm. We are not meant to do that. Yeah. And so... Those are like the extreme cases. Like if you look at Chinese people, you don't see Chinese people running a marathon. They do Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. And, and Americans look at it like, why are they just waving their hands around? Yeah, you know, it's just so lazy. It's and they're, so, not, yeah. get, they're not getting anything out of that because they're not working iron. hard. Yes. Yeah. They're not working hard <laughs> enough. They need to work harder in order for them to get benefit. Yeah. yeah. But they are a thinner population than we are. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to see and just experiencing it for myself. Uh, the gentler I am in regards to the word exercise, the more my body is shifting. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's just with everything. That's when you start to respond, even in like the world of healing, you know, cause we've both gone through so much, you know, we've done so much work with, you know, going into shadow work and mm. doing all the deep diving and, and 
what you realize is that you there's an has to be an ebb and flow to it like mm-hmm. you can't be in the in the depths all the time because no. your body's not ready it's not going to release it mm-hmm. like you're doing the work right. but it's not releasing it because you're not being gentle with yourself and right. i think what you had what you experienced is such a beautiful example of you've done the work done the work done the work done the work you shifted your mindset to be gentle and that's when the release started happening uh, yeah. i mean it's yeah. really an amazing example of actually understanding what you needed Mm -hmm. you needed to go back to dance yeah like it was calling you and so you took the time to say yes you went to the class felt it out yes this is what I need did it and then the release happened in like the next class the next class the next class and it was really interesting is that like you know, people that I haven't seen in the last week or two, like they'll look at me and they'll be like, you look different. Even yeah, you. I did. When I walked up in at the office yesterday, I was, I was gone <laughs> for like just like five days. And I looked at her, I was like, you look different. Your right. body, like your body looks different to yeah. me. And I see you every day. So mm-hmm. I was only gone for five days mm-hmm. and it was a noticeable change to me. And I've had, like, I went to lunch with a friend uh, yesterday and she just kept looking at me weird. I'm like, is there something wrong? And she's, like, you just, my teeth? she's like, you look different. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting that yeah. people are noticing the change in me and it's literally only been two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's a pretty exciting shift. I mean, we yeah. know having known you for three years now. I, I know. It's so cool. I know. <laughs> Our three year anniversary. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Almost next month. Um, you know, but you know, seeing the work for the last three years and you know, you getting to this place of being gentle with yourself yeah. and looking what happens, it's like holy crap mm-hmm. and but how important that message is right. of being gentle with yourself you do not have to work so hard for everything right in fact i would say you don't have to work hard at all no it doesn't mean you don't take yeah. any action right that there's a huge difference and there's mm-hmm. like a disconnect so taking action and working hard are two completely different things right yes <laughs> yes you can I take agree. action and not be grinding everything mm-hmm. out and you can work hard and not really be taking any action mm-hmm. to be honest oh yes <laughs> Yes. You can be working really hard, but not taking true action because it's not aligned with yourself. Yeah. You're just working hard because that's what you're told to do. That's what you should do. That's how we operate in our culture is you mm-hmm. just work and work and work and work. And it's hard. And the harder, the better. Yeah. And you know, what we both see in practice is a lot of burnout. People oh, yeah. are just completely overwhelmed mm-hmm. and exhausted. And it's because we're working our butts off, but not really taking action. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's a good one. So Deb just lifted her hand up um, to remind me of the Fitbit. Mm, Yeah. So I think there can be really wonderful things about the technology that we have to kind of give us some insights into what we're doing, how much we're moving, Mm. um, you know, all of that. And exercising, how many steps we're taking Mm -hmm. and you know, all that. It Mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, is a, is a good reminder. Like if, if you're not used to moving all the time, it can kind of say, Hey, you need to move a little bit more. And my thing reminds you, like every hour, if you didn't do 250 steps, Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, Hey, Hey, you have you moved. have 183 yep. steps left to do exactly. this hour, and it gives you 10 minutes to complete it if you choose. <laughs> if you so choose, <laughs> if you're able to and want to, yes, you have that opportunity. But so there's really great things about it. The the where we kind of get start getting into the problems with it is the reliance on that technology mm-hmm. to tell you what's going on with your body, right? And like you said, like the disruption and the sleep, and I mm-hmm. definitely want you to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but it puts the reliance on understanding your body on something external. Mm-hmm. And and now it's it's not to say that don't use that as a great tool mm-hmm. to give you some feedback. Right. However, you still need to be going within yourself mm-hmm. and asking your body what it needs. Right. And not just solely rely on that. Right. So you had a good experience recently with the Fitbit and your sleep. Yeah. So, well, and I'll take it even further back and like, 
I don't know, what, nine months ago, something I was like wearing that. a Fitbit. Yeah, mid last year. And, and I don't know. And I stopped wearing it to sleep, but I would wear it during the day. And I, I just remember, I was so fatigued, mm-hmm. like so incredibly fatigued. And I, I remember, I'm like, I'm taking it off. I'm not going to wear it anymore. And my fatigue level, yeah. like, dropped. I mean, a, or it got better. Yeah. I got better. It was a, you know, my it was energy level got better. noticeable. Yeah. And so, and I'm like, okay, so I'm just not going to use the Fitbit. And then, you know, of course, with swimming, you know, who counts how many laps they actually do in the pool? I don't. Uh, I'm just happy to make it across and come back, you know, <laughs> without drowning. And so, but, I, you know, I, I found that the Fitbit, you know, they have one that's waterproof. So you can go and, and do it. So I was like, you know what? I'd really, I really would like it just so I can track it. So I've been wearing it and, and I, I do like it as a guide. But I noticed that the last two weeks I have been so incredibly fatigued. And then I was wearing it at night, my sleep, you know, because it tracks your sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I want to know how many times I wake up or how many, you know. And and I, if I got five hours of sleep, that was a lot. And it would, I mean, my sleep score was like 70. And I'm like, well, that's not good. You know, who wants a 70? Yeah. It's a score exam on anything, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> and so, so anyways... Um, I took it off that one night and I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to wear it to sleep. And I slept like a baby, eight hours, solid sleep. And, and so that, that, you know, it it was just, it was a good reminder to me that yes, this is a good tool, but it goes into the whole exercise balls to the wall. We need to do this. It's like, you know, cut and dry. And and if you don't make the 10,000 steps, you're a bad person. And, you know, you need to sleep good. But how can you sleep good when you're getting an electronic beating on your pulse to literally, and and the purpose is it takes your pulse the whole time you're sleeping. You know, imagine a doctor sitting there taking your pulse all night. You won't be able to sleep. sleep. It's not going to happen. So, you know, and then taking it a step further too you know, people like the scale, like they, they use the Fitbit to monitor mm-hmm. what's going on. They use the scale to monitor and just make sure that it's done in a loving way to yourself. Because yeah. if you get psychotic about it, that's creating friction and then you're going to gain the weight. Yes. You it's know? going to have the opposite yeah. effect. Anything used to the extreme is going to have mm-hmm. the opposite. Again, you cannot force change. It's going to yeah. backfire. So if you're monitoring that 24 seven, just like when I'm working with people with food, part of the biggest battle right off the bat is to get people to not be afraid of food. Yeah. So they're not obsessed about it and you're not thinking about eating all day long. Cause what most people mm-hmm. do, you're constantly thinking about what am I eating? What did I eat last? You know, how, how many calories can mm-hmm. I, you know, fit into, my schedule today I'll, and so it's obsessive and, and you're ha- telling me I can eat fat now like yeah. what do you mean like that's crazy <laughs> exactly and yeah. then it ends up backfiring mm-hmm. because you're obsessing about it and so you're either gaining weight if that's the issue for you or if you've got some kind of you know illness autoimmune condition you're flaring it yeah because you're stressing yourself out it's yep. not loving to be obsessed about it mm-hmm. so it's really finding that balance of utilizing tools for some feedback and some guidance but knowing that your body knows best mm-hmm. and that should have that I shouldn't say should we want that to be the final say right so use those tools to kind of guide you and let you know like how many laps you're doing and how and because you can monitor your improvements like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I did because you don't want to count so 
if you've been doing five laps, you know, for a month and all of a sudden you go, you jump up to eight laps. Well, that tells you that your you know, your body's mm-hmm. really, you know, feeling better and mm-hmm. you probably already know this anyway, but it does give you some right. kind of, you know, some excitement about it's like, that. Ooh, it's like, yay. Look what I did. Yeah. Look how my body's changing and how it's doing it. So mm-hmm. it's using it in a loving way yeah. to just um, give you a, an opportunity to celebrate. As opposed to beating yourself up. Oh, I only did 40 laps exactly. this time. I need to do 50 or whatever. Yes, yeah. exactly. And to then go into the shame mm-hmm. and the judgment and I'm not good enough and how come I can't do this? How come mm-hmm. I can't get my 10,000 steps in every single day? Mm-hmm. Well, some days it's may just not be possible. Maybe you had to right. do a bunch of driving one day and you just there's not an opportunity mm-hmm. for that. It's the world is not going to come to an end if you are not perfectly keeping up with everything that you're right. being told to do. Well, and I know like for me, like an hour in the pool doing laps isn't registering steps. So when I get like 7,000 steps that day, I'm like, damn it, I really need to be at 10,000. I'm like, well, hold up, pull the reins back. I I swam for an hour, you know? (laughs) So yeah, and it's it's playing a mind game with yourself and like just being more gentle with it. And like, you know, if it's a matter of you had 9,000 steps and you need a thousand more to meet, to, you know, to make your watch vibrate (laughs) you know to give you a little dopamine hit a little at a girl you know or at a boy if there's boys listening um but if it's that versus maybe you're so fatigued that that 15 minutes that you could be walking around or half hour it like it's better served if you just go to sleep you know what I mean so it's like more loving to do that exactly so and that's what the conversation is about like exercise and and doing what's loving not what you feel like you have to do exactly exactly and you know when we say you know be loving to yourself we're not saying you need to be all like oh touchy we're not <laughs> saying that. I mean you can be that and yeah. if that is re- and if that is how you operate and how to what resonates for you then by all means please please approach it from that way right. but being loving is just taking care of yourself right. is putting yourself first is asking you what you need and so it doesn't have to have this weird undertone to it right you know it yeah. doesn't need to usually because when we say that I can just feel people like I don't need to be loving I know uh, I don't need to like give myself a hug this is not that kind of show <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh my God, you went there. That I was did. awesome. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not that show. Yeah, it's not that show. No, we're just simply saying <laughs> it's okay to take care of yourself. Yes. You know, and, and to approach And push things. yourself to the, I mean, yeah. push yourself. It's not about, oh, you're not putting any effort in. Exactly. Because you do, yeah. our body does need stress. Yes. But it's an appropriate stress, not yes. a it's a Marathon loving stress. Stress. Yeah. It really is. It's that stress that moves you forward, that allows you to, you know, make changes and mm-hmm. you know, new directions. You know, we need that kind of stress and a little bit of pressure applied there. Right. But if you're again, you know, there's a difference between you know applying some pressure and punching something. You know, those are to right. try to make it change. Those are two different things. So we want you to apply the pressure in a loving way, kind of like when you give yourself a hug, you apply pressure, mm-hmm. or you can punch yourself in the face. So your choice. Yeah. And we did. <laughs> We would say, you know, apply pressure and not punch. Yeah. Yeah. Because the outcome is going to be very different. And again, <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't liar. know why those came up. It's like, I, I think of liar, liar, where he's oh, like, he's I'm the, kicking my, my ass. ass. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We don't want, we you, don't to want do you to do no, that. We don't no. want you to do that. Mm-hmm. We want you to lovingly apply pressure so that you get the changes that you're looking for. Yeah. And don't be surprised for those changes to come in a way that you're not expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, they may come really rapidly. They may take a really long time. 
But if you can keep approaching it from a place that I'm doing this because I'm taking care of myself instead right. of I'm doing this because I want my body to be something different. Yeah. That is where the change happens. So just allow your body to do what it is mm-hmm. ready for. Yes. And you will be much better off in the long run. Yes. Yes. So no punching, <laughs> no kicking your own ass, <laughs> lovingly yes. applying pressure and giving yourself a healthy dose of stress to mm-hmm. take some action um, instead of working so hard. Yes. Yeah. So we want you to be a little more loving. Yes. (laughs) So that is your message for the week. You can take that into any area of your life that you want Mm -hmm. to be more loving in your approach to things and your approach with yourself and your outcomes will drastically improve and you will find more joy. Absolutely. Yes. Take it from me. (laughs) So we love you all. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We will catch you on the show next week. Have a great rest of the day. Bye guys. Bye.